Hey, hey, what's up? It's Azizu back again. East Society podcast. We talk TV, movies, comics, collecting, sports, and everything entertainment. But before I go any further, it's the Nez. Yo, yo, what's up, everybody? Back in the place to be. The Zisu is done yep. with the, the jury duty. So we're going to be going back to our regular scheduled programming uh, once I get back home. <laughs> right now, I'm in San Diego uh, with uh, director Mike Marin. He's having a screening. Oh, awesome. For his, his final screening for his film, The Smudging. But we had to get, had to just uh, got a little time to kill. So. Uh, shout out to the guys for the Horror Returns. I just did uh, their show with them, uh, Movies of 1980. Nice. And, uh, yeah, man, it's – hey, there they are. <laughs> uh, <Mike's... laughs> so uh, what's uh, what's going on, man? I mean, what's uh, – this is just an episode of uh, uh, catching up really quick. I don't yeah. Know go into anything big but yeah man what, what's what's happening <laughs> well yeah i thought maybe uh just real quick if you're interested i could tell you a little bit about the case now that i'm free to talk about it can you talk about it i don't want to yeah no i'm completely free Gestapo uh, come kicking our door down <laughs> it was interesting because yeah it, it, it all said this took uh eight weeks uh 30 days total over eight weeks and uh yeah every day Every break, every lunch, the judge would say, you know, oh, you know, don't talk about this, family, friends, this and this and that. But at the very end of the case, when it was done, he said that uh, we're now free to talk about it. So, <laughs> yeah. Well, that's good, man. I'm glad that it's finally over. Eight weeks, man. <laughs> Eight weeks. This started, uh, yeah, into September. <laughs> oh, man. But... That's good, man. I'm glad it's over. We can finally get into everything. We do have a lot of stuff planned for Anchor as well as regular. Hey, thank you. Thank you. What's your name? Regular episodes, but um, yeah, man. We just had to let everyone touch face and. Are you about uh, to uh, let you know what's going on? Um, if you guys hear all the background noise yeah. again, I am at uh, the, the screening, final screening for Mike Marin's The Smudging. And uh, I have someone right here. If you don't, excuse me, if you don't mind talking, how did you hear about this event? This is my for my podcast. Um, I'm part of NASA, the Native American, and the ITRC is the one putting it on. So we kind of joined. We're the undergraduate org, org here on UC at campus. No, it's all right, man. <laughs> it's it's podcast. It's okay, man. Um. um have you seen this movie before, or is this the first time you're going to watch it? This is the first time, so I'm excited. Okay, well, that's good, man. We have a, we have a, a really good turnout today, and I'm glad that you guys are here. Thank you. <laughs> but, um, yeah, man, uh, I have been throwing a lot of special uh, ideas at the Zisu for, for our anchor feed. Oh, yeah, I got a list um, right here. <laughs> if you guys have heard... Uh, the last Anchor episode that uh, Mike and I did, we were doing, uh, he had a Blu-ray release uh, for his film, last uh, Anchor episode. So that was cool. A special guest, uh, my grandson, Daniel, he was on it with us. Amazing. But um, <laughs> as far as Anchor, uh, I know you have a list. I always text you on what we're going to do, but 
I, I I don't even I don't even remember the last thing I texted you. What what do you th- what do we have coming for uh, as far as anchor? Yeah, I got the list right here. Uh, we got a good amount of stuff. We got uh, Jaws revisited. Uh, I wanted to do one on uh, like uh, five pods that we listen to. Talk about the other stuff we listen to besides the stuff we record. Um, I want to do a rounders and all in pod, kind of a blackjack pod. Okay. Oh, nice. All right. I know you aren't a fan of rounders, but that's why I want to do it to get your opinion on it. Uh, we need to revisit Last Jedi. Uh, we still need to do the Into the Dragon one. Uh, we had a fan request. You let me know this uh, to do Top Gun, and everybody knows you're not a fan, and that's why I think that's going to be a really great one. <laughs> yeah, because we really didn't go into much of just a why I really I think right, I, right. more quick story and why I hated it but um I'm gonna have to sit through it again because I, <laughs> I don't I don't even remember I'm, I remember like I guess the key parts but uh, as far as everything else so yeah plus th- that's gonna be uh, we, you guys all know Top Gun 2 is coming right so uh, we're gonna uh, we're gonna jump into of, of what we thought of that or what well, both of us thought of that film. I mean, you guys already know I hate it, but yeah, yeah, that's it's gonna be a good show, man. It'll be a good one, but I'll have to get my hands on a copy of Top Gun because I don't have it. And... Right, and honestly, when you don't, you know, when you don't have a favorable review of it, that's actually makes for good podcast podcast content too. So, yeah, we also got uh, favorite Pacino and De Niro movies. Uh, you want to do a rewatchable on Ace Ventura: Pet Detective? Uh, the magic pod I wanted to do about Carbonaro and all the magic TV shows. Uh, list of movie villains pod. Uh, throwaway background movie lines. And uh, the latest one you just threw at me was favorite autobiographical film. Yeah, man. I mean, you're going to have to just send me that list when we, when we, oh, can yeah, fig- no we're going to no figure doubt. out what we're going to do first. Yeah. But I mean, <laughs> as far as both of us recording, yeah, we've done the little small little episodes uh, when uh, the Zizu could do it. But now that he's all said and done with, hopefully you don't get called back again or. Oh, no. Uh, it's all set. For some reason, I have a feeling I'm going to get called next. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Wouldn't that just be it? <laughs> so, but uh, for those of you that, that have got selected for jury duty and maybe your your case wasn't as long uh as the zisu's here mine always i think the one longest one i was in was only like two days and uh i wasn't even i was like the standby juror or whatever so i didn't even get to cast my vote (laughs) right i mean i was in the courtroom during the whole case but they're like you're you're just here you're you're an alternate in case someone I was like, man, I didn't even get, I didn't even get to <laughs> say anything. They, uh, yeah. I, I did. I did say, well, can I tell you what I think? And they're like, no. Nope. <laughs> yeah. Fuck you guys in. <laughs> yeah. That's kind of how it was here, too. We had three alternates and uh, they didn't get, you know, they didn't get to their say. And they were there the whole eight weeks, too. Damn. But, well, I'm glad it's over with because. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. If, I don't know if you're about to head out, so we can we can wrap it up if you want to, or I can get into it a little if you wanted me to, or we can save no, it. No, man, no, go for it, man, because we still got another thirty minutes before the actual screening. I mean, we're, I'm just sitting in the room right now. And, uh, okay, it's filling up. We were kind of awesome. Iffy if uh, people were going to come. I mean, I know. I mean, when it's it's a movie, you guys, someone, you you mean something that's indie that. 
you've never heard of, and it's hit and miss if people are going to show up. But right, um, <laughs> if I can just give a quick head count. Nice. Uh, I'd say it's, I know there's over 40 people right now, and we still have. That's great. Uh, another half hour, so hopefully. Yeah. Um, there's more. I mean, because it's it's not in a movie theater. It's in like in a big. Um, I guess it's the lecture hall. You okay. Because uh, the tables they're just round tables with uh, chairs up to them. So. Right. Um, this college that we're at is. Let me see if it says here on the. The United American Indian Involvement. Oh, wait a minute. I'm sorry. Wrong thing. The loft. Well, we're not even at the loft. We're at UC San Diego is uh, the college. Well, there's something going on outside, some kind of concert carnival. Huh. It was weird because when we walked up here, I was walking along and I see these soldiers with machine guns. Whoa. And I was like, what's going on here? And then I would take a few more feet steps and I see... Uh, these metal detectors and I see all kinds of uh, university police and uh, I guess the local police. Um, yeah, there's been a lot of craziness going on in our country and, and it, it sucks now that you have to bring in military security. I mean, guys with machine guns, like automatic machine guns to to secure a, a fun event where you just don't think anything's going to happen. I guess it's better safe than sorry. But, sure. Um, with today's times, it's weird every time I'm out in public and see someone uh, either in the police force or the military like walking around with machine guns. It was weird right after 9-11 working at an airport when right. they had military in the airports at the security and guys walking around the airports with machine guns. It's It's crazy. Yeah. Or even if you go to New York, I mean, Manhattan, Times Square, there's a substation right there and there's dudes with machine guns in it. It's crazy. It's weird that that's the time we have to live in right now. But, hey, like I said, I guess it's better safe than sorry. So hopefully nothing uh, goes down. Everyone has a good time because I believe there's some performances. I don't know who's performing. Um, and there's carnival rides and everything. So there's plenty to go on on a Friday night plus this. Uh, Mike's event with a screening uh, of his film. So, I mean, that's cool that, that so much. Uh, I didn't go to college. I mean, I kind of went right into work uh, right. once uh, kids started coming. But it's good to see that people, um, uh, the young faces here uh, of the students that, that go to college. I mean, there's every, every diff- everybody's different in yeah. here. But it's cool, man. Everyone's here to learn, and that's good. I mean, this, this movie is... Um, it's horror film. Uh, I've talked about it before. Mike's been on the show, um, but but it's cool to see that other people, other than non-natives here at this event, um, I see Asians, I, I see white, I see Hispanic, and and all that. So it's cool, man. I mean, you got young and old here tonight uh, watching this film. Uh, the only t- the only thing that kind of makes people frown is the language in the film, but um, it is promoted as a rated R film, so you you just got to expect. Yeah, you know uh, what you're getting language. into. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's, there's a little gore in it. There's there's no nudity or anything, but uh, the F-bomb is flying all throughout this film. <laughs> so, sure. Because <laughs> uh, there was a couple screenings we had where we had to warn uh, the parents, look, uh, you, you brought your little kids, and there's there's language in this. 
and I always tell Mike to make sure you say that. But everyone's of age here, so I shouldn't shouldn't be a problem. Yeah, uh, I don't know if anyone's gonna. But I don't know. I mean, we'll see how it goes. But as far as your case, what um, when did it start? Um, yeah, the first day that uh, we were called was the like September twenty fifth. Um, then they didn't have enough to fill the jury then. So they let us go and then called us back October 3rd. And then it took a whole week, October 3rd to October 10th to actually lock in the jury. And during that time, for the first few days, I was like, uh, eh, it'll be fine. Like there's no way they're going to pick me, but that was the thing in the court, like in the back audience area, there had to have been like 40 people. And I was like, huh, I'll never, you know, uh, it'll be fine. Like I won't, you know, be pulled up. And uh, little did I know, like it didn't take long till I was called into the, the backups. And then once I was in the backups, like I wasn't even there very long. I was almost immediately bumped up to the, the main 12 jury <laughs> seat five. So uh, and then, so yeah, it took a, it took a week to lock in the jury. So that was just an experience in itself. Just the questions over and over, how you feel about certain things and whatnot. And, uh, as, you know, some interesting characters there, like one guy made this comment, uh, they had to ask him about what he wrote down. He said something about his like perfect utopia. <laughs> and they had to ask him about that. And he's like, I don't know what I wrote. And like, he was like, I just wrote that. Cause it was a huge questionnaire. Like, I, I don't know. I, I assume it's like that for the most time when you go to jury duty or maybe it was especially for this case, just because they knew it was going to take so long. And initially they projected it would be a three week case. They projected it would be done the week before Halloween. And I was like, perfect. Um, that'd be right before I wanted to go get Jade at Merced. And I wanted her to come for right before Halloween. And yeah, that didn't happen. But uh, yeah, the basics of this case was it was... Uh, an asbestos case and the uh, plaintiff was claiming that uh and i don't know if you've heard this nez but uh there's claims out there that there's asbestos in cosmetic talc in talcum powder johnson and johnson's baby powder have you heard that yeah i have i didn't know it was going on up there <laughs> yeah well that's that's the crazy thing um we got hints and i still haven't looked into it and i'm free to now we got this warning that oh uh, you know don't look in don't do research on this don't don't look into it don't look at the newspaper and everything like that and now you now we're free to do that and like i said i'm free to talk about the case and everything but um it sounds like these cases are happening all over the place and uh yeah it's it's i guess it's a thing and um so we saw like scientists and industrial hygienists and um, mineralogists and for plaintiff and defense. Uh, when this case started, there was three defendants, uh, Johnson and Johnson, Colgate and Emerus Talc. And uh, about two weeks in, Emerus Talc was no longer part of the case. And the judge says we weren't allowed to speculate why. And the only thing we could guess is either they settled or like Johnson and Johnson, like took on their liability. Cause that's who they get their talc from. So, um, 
there was that. And then, uh, you know, the case went on and there was one doctor that Johnson and Johnson brought in. He was all the way from the United Kingdom, the UK, and he had the accent and everything. And he was really interesting. Dr. Atanus. And uh, that was interesting. And um, anyways, fast forward to um, a week ago, a week ago from today, last Friday, uh, the case was finally submitted to us. We finally heard the last of the closing arguments and the case was submitted to us. And we went to the uh, jury room to start talking about it. And yeah, the three alternates who sat there also for seven weeks, uh, they were sent home <laughs> after seven weeks. <laughs> One of them did get used. One of them did get used, actually. Uh, there was four alternates. And actually, one guy did have to drop after, like, four weeks. So we did get one alternate in. But uh, we got in the room. We did all of Friday talking about it. We did all – well, Monday was a holiday. Uh, so we were in there all of Tuesday. And then Tuesday late, uh, we needed – this wasn't a beyond reasonable doubt case. It was just a more likely true than not true. So it was like if you 51% think that this was in there and this caused this lady's disease, then you go with that. And the first question on the form, because it's like if you answer no to this question, the jury foreman signs it and you're done. The first question was, do you think that there's asbestos in Johnson & Johnson's baby powder? So – whatever like we needed just nine of the 12 to say one thing that we need we need either yes or no and for the almost the whole time we were stuck on uh, eight to four eight eight yes four no and uh, it looked like we were gonna hang the jury and we didn't want to but it just didn't look like anybody was going to budge and they shouldn't. You should stick to what you think and what you believe and everything like that. And that was cool, too. We, I really got along with the jury. It was a great jury, even like us that were feeling strong. And I was proud of myself. I actually I have to shout out you, Nez, without this podcast, you know, kind of gives me a voice and, you know, the ability to speak to people. And, you know, I've always been more rather shy, but, you know, we do this pod. So, <laughs> I did, you know, make my voice known in there. And I, I couldn't help it, too, because, you know, just telling Joel and Sherry about it, they were like, oh, you're just going to roll over. You're going to go with whatever. I was like, no, I'm going to I'm going to stick to what I think. So anyway, we, we were about to go in and tell the judge we were going to hang the jury. And they said, uh, I want you to sleep on it. And now Colgate is no longer part of this case. And we were like, what the? <laughs> so he told us to sleep on it we came back and one of the fellow jurors he was awesome he um he and I, i'm glad i wasn't the only one with this feeling like this way like so this mattered to me and like we put all this time into it i did care so but it was good to see other people did too and a couple of people said you know it kept him up at night one guy said he couldn't get back to sleep so at one he got up and he basically like wrote us this speech about how we owed it to this lady carla allen because she will she will pass uh, probably very soon from this mesothelioma. It's awful. We learned all about it. It was terrible. So he said, even one way or another, we owe her a decision, whether it be yes or no. So, you know, we need to find a way. And it was surprising how fast, like, yeah, we actually flipped two of the no's to yes. But then the thing was, uh, everybody else got caught up on 
there was some of the doctors saying that even if it was in there, it wasn't enough to cause disease. And that's what people believe. So uh, even though I was like, if it's in there, it has a chance. I was, I was firm. Yes. And I wasn't going to be switched on that. But once we got to the further questions, we answered enough. There was three that answered no. Uh, there was enough people that answered no, that um, the case didn't go any further. And uh, that was it. So, yeah. Um, but we found out something crazy. There was like people in the back of the court um, that I was like, I, I assumed early on that they were like friends or family of the uh, plaintiff. Uh, and I was like, who are these people? And then later on, I was like, okay, well, they're not friends and family. Like, are they like, is it a class or are they like on parole or something? What is this? Uh, we stuck around after the case ended. The judge said we could leave and it was cool to see that the, like, everybody cared so much. We actually waited to talk to the lawyers on both sides. And that was cool. You know, it was it actually ended up being a great experience, but uh, we found out from one of the lawyers that uh, the people in the back was Colgate's hired shadow jury. That's, and I did, I, had, I never would have guessed that. And that's crazy. I, I don't even know if I've ever heard of that, but basically Colgate hired these people to kind of watch the case also take notes and, project what we were thinking they were never allowed to talk to us and they didn't they did a good job doing that but it sounds like what happened is because we were out for like two days you know that uh the shadow jury convinced colgate to settle so in the end uh you asked me the other day if justice was served and i said kind of uh you know it didn't the verdict didn't go my, my way we didn't find for the plaintiff but it sounds like she might have got two settlements. So I that I can feel good about that leaving this case. <laughs> well, that's good, man. It was I'm sure like you said, it was an experience. And yeah. My experience with jury duty was two days. And, right. <laughs> uh was probably not as interesting as yours. Uh my case did suck. I mean, not as far as it was boring, but it was uh, it sucked for everyone that was involved. Right. Um it was kind of a child custody deal oh ouch i was leaning one way but then when i heard the other side i was leaning more towards the mom but then when the dad spoke on what was going on i was like oh wait a minute so yeah tough um yeah it was it was tough and it was kind of heartbreaking especially when you're dealing with kids and court and all that so but um but the dad did mess up i was leaning more towards him until he kind of put his child in danger and then i went oh okay well that just ruined it for you so i had to side with the mom right uh it it was tough decision man no doubt it was a lot more good for the dad but he did put his child in danger and yeah none of us are against right uh child abuse and everything i mean he wasn't like beating his kid or anything it was i understand what he was trying to do um, he basically had to was trying to get his kid out of a window, and um, he broke the window and had told his son to come so he could grab him and pull him through. Kid didn't get hurt; he didn't get cut on the glass or anything, but he could have. Right. Um, but he did admit he goes, "I wasn't thinking; I just wanted my son, and I broke the window. That was all he could think of." And yeah, so I mean, like a tough I, one. Yeah, it, it was bad, but I mean, overall, I couldn't tell you the end of it. I don't really remember. It was years ago. Right. But, man, eight weeks, man, you did yeah. it. Yeah. So, yeah. 
quite the experience. And yeah, it was full days too. We were there like eight thirty to four thirty. It was uh. full days, and like yeah, like we had notebooks, and I didn't fill up. Did they one. feed you guys? Uh, sadly, not till we got to the the jury room but then once we were in there they did they hooked it up and they had a coffee and tea cart that was cool and then yeah they hooked up uh whatever we wanted on the menu from the court cafe so but that wasn't until <laughs> deliberations <laughs> well that's cool yeah. but hey everyone uh sorry to cut cut this yeah no off, but i know you were on it's getting, uh, a time it's getting ready to, <laughs> to go down but yeah man it's good we're back zisu's done uh Thanks. regular east society back to regularly scheduled programming will continue next week when i get back home uh we have a ton of stuff uh i think the next show is just gonna be movies because we've seen so much gotta catch (laughs) yeah (laughs) we'll we'll do a movies and then maybe we'll do a tv episode yeah definitely there's so much more it'd be hard to jam all the movies all the tv show all the sports exactly one show so yep expect it to be a few (laughs) maybe maybe the next three will be catch Catch up up. and then we'll roll into uh everything regular as it comes yeah sounds good all right guys man i got i got a jam okay they're they're looking at me yeah 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 um, have fun be safe everybody have fun out there